Hallelujah. Precious Lord, we thank you for your presence in this place. We thank you for the anointing of your spirit here present. We thank you for the impact of the Holy Spirit and the spirit of joy in this place. We give you praise. Be exalted, Lord, in Jesus' name. We subdue this atmosphere under the influence of your spirit and we declare that the power of God is flowing here in the name of the Lord Jesus. And we give you the praise for it. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Do well to reach out to someone beside you. Say so you're welcome to church. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. All right. The weather is beautiful. Amen. Hope you're enjoying it. All right. So, um, very quickly, we're going to look at um, the father fact. Hallelujah. In other words, the fact that God is our father. Amen. The father fact. Hallelujah. So the fact that God is our father. Now, the moment you get born again, either you know it or not, you have entered into a new family. You are born into a new family. And that family is called the family of God. In Galatians chapter number 3 and verse 26, the Bible tells us, For ye are all children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. So the moment you get born again, you become a child of God, born into the family of God. And Paul, the apostle by the Holy Spirit, called God the creator of heaven and earth, our own father in Christ. In Ephesians chapter number 3, if you start reading from verse 14, Paul said, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. So he says, God is the God of this new family, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. So speaking of the family of God here on earth and in heaven, for those who have um, slept in the Lord, who have gone to be with the Lord. Hallelujah. They are still part of this great family. Praise God. So God is a father. God is a father. And the God of the Bible is a family God. Amen. Believes in family. If you don't believe in family, it is going to be very challenging for you to believe in God. Amen. And the truth is, you cannot believe in God and not believe in family. And family, according to God's word, starts with marriage. Hallelujah. Amen. Not impregnation, marriage. Glory to God. So you get married, and then you can now start raising a family. Now, it is important that you understand that family has a head. Every family has a head. The head of every family is the father. Amen? Not the parents. <laughs> Alright, sometimes we share some things like this. Sometimes people feel like, okay, put the uh, father and mother at the head of the family. No. Alright? The family has one head. A family that has two heads is a monster. Amen? 
Um, I hope your family is not a monster. <laughs> I know it is not. Amen. <laughs> so in every family, there's one head. Now, Jesus Christ is the head of the body of Christ. Amen. But he's not the head of the family of God. The family of God is headed by the Father. Are we together? The Bible teaches that Godhead is triune. In personality, triune. In functionality. Praise God. Amen. So that means, if you read the Bible, Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1, it tells us, in the beginning, God. The first time I read that portion of scriptures in the Hebrew Bible, I was shocked at what I saw. Amen. Really shocked. I read it in the Hebrew Bible and I said, ah, is, can this be true? Amen. In the beginning, Elohim. And if you read it in the Hebrew, it says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. I said, ha. God as in plural, God. And then the Holy Spirit said, do not wonder, even in the English Bible, it is there. Clearly, Genesis 1 and verse 26. All right? And God said, who said? I shall make man in, our, in my image. No, let us. Uh-huh. Let us make man in our image. <laughs> so it's there. It's there. Can one person say, let us make man? Come on now. Uh, so it is clear from scriptures that the word God, 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 God in preceding verses from verse 1 is actually in plural. Let us. Amen. So in the Godhead, there's the Father God, there's the Word, the Son God, and then there is the Holy Spirit. God, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now the Father God is the head of the family of God. He is the one who initiates everything in the Godhead. Glory to God. Everything in the Godhead is initiated by the Father. And everything in the Godhead is executed by Jesus Christ. And everything in the Godhead is made manifest. The execution is made manifest by the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. So God is a Father. Now when Jesus came, he came to introduce God as Father to people. They didn't know him as Father until Jesus came. The revelation was there in sparse form. Um, in the Old Covenant, but it was fully revealed to us in the New Testament through Jesus Christ. So if you look at John chapter number 16 and verse 28, John 16, 28, Jesus said, I came forth from the Father. So I, Jesus, came forth from the Father. And he says, I leave the world and go to, come on now, the Father. Now, in John 17, 4, it tells us very clearly, John 17, 4, it says, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou givest me to do. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee 
before the world was. So here, Jesus is saying that God, the Father, was the one who sent him to the world. So he came from the Father God. Hallelujah. You know, the idea that um, God the Father became God the Son, and God the Son became God the Holy Spirit. Amen. And God the Holy Spirit can be changed to God the Son, and God the Son can be changed to God the Father. It's just one God in different forms. It's a lie. Hello? That's not a teaching of the Bible. The teaching of Trinity or the triune God is not the teaching of God in different forms. One God in different forms. No. It is the teaching of God in different persons. Amen. Hello. Uh-huh. Now, you can't say a husband is in the form of his wife. And the wife is in the form of the husband. The husband is the husband. is a unique personality. And then the wife is another personality. True? I mean, it's that simple. Jesus is not the father. Amen? He's one with the father. Oneness is unity. Come on, say unity. All right? The way you're expected to be one with your wife and your wife one with you. Okay, it does not mean that your personality is your wife's and your wife's is yours. There are two different things. Can someone say amen to that? The teaching of Trinity stresses the oneness or unity of deity, divinity, Godheadness. Hallelujah. And it shows us that there are three personalities, three persons. You know, on, on um, the day Jesus was baptized at Jordan, the river Jordan, you remember the Bible says the heavens opened. God the Father spoke from heaven. Amen. This is my beloved son. Come on now. In whom I am well pleased. Then who alighted upon him? Who came upon Jesus? The Holy Spirit. So it wasn't that God the Father was the one speaking. And then he became the Holy Spirit. And you know it was also the son of God there. And all that. No that's confusion. The Bible does not teach that. If you read the account of the gospel account to St. John, very clearly, Jesus spoke of his father as a different personality from him, from himself. Clearly. Amen. And he said, when I get to the father, I will send the Holy Spirit to you. So he, he, he went to the father to send the Holy Spirit to us. So the Holy Spirit is not Jesus. Jesus is not the Holy Spirit. The Father is not Jesus, and Jesus is not the Father. But both the Father and Jesus and the Holy Spirit are one. Can someone say amen to that? The husband is one with his wife. The wife is one with the husband. But the wife is not the husband. The husband is not the wife. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. I said glory to God. So, some people try to say, well, do you mean we now serve three gods? No, we do not serve three gods. We serve one God. But there are three personalities in the Godhead. Can someone say amen to that? (laughs) Amen. It's just like having a wife and a husband in a marriage, and you now say, do we have two marriages? All right, there's one marriage. 
Glory to God. But there are two personalities in that marriage. Deity or Godness cannot be divided. It's indivisible. But you see, the truth is, there are three personalities in the Godhead. Amen. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe it that way, you cannot have fellowship with the Father. Now, Jesus bears the name of the Father in oneness with the Father. Glory to God. Like the wife bears the name of the man, the husband, in oneness with the man. Amen. But the difference in personality is clear, very clear. That the man is not the woman and the woman is not the man. Say hallelujah. All right, so the moment you get born again, you get born again to come to know the Father God. Amen. Now, the Father God is called the all in all of divinity or the Godhead. Now, God the Father is not more God than God the Son. God the Son is no more God than God the Holy Spirit. There's one God. Amen. Okay, for example, if you give birth to a child now, and the child, of course, is a baby. The child is not less a human being than the father. Being a human being is by birth, is a nature given to you. Godhead is like that. If you are God, you are God. You are not man. If you are man, you are man. If you are an aunt, you are an aunt. Are you following what I'm saying here? Uh-huh. So God the Father is God. As much as God the Son is God. As, God. as much as God the Holy Spirit, come on now, is God. So there's one God. Hallelujah. But in the Godhead, there are three persons. Now let me say this. In the Godhead, there's equality of deity but not equality of authority. And I have to say that this is very important. Okay, In marriage, there's equality of fellowship and in fellowship, but there's, not, there's no such thing as equality of authority. The authority of the woman in marriage is not as much as the authority of the man. Hello. All right, that's why the man... The husband is called the head. I believe your head. You know that your head has more power and authority than your body. You may not believe it. Okay. The body may share in the authority of the head. But the head is the head of the body. And over the body. Are you for what I'm saying here? So Jesus said, my father is greater than I. Amen. My father is, come on now, greater than I. Now, the father sent his son, Jesus Christ, and the father sent the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Who, who sent the father? Nobody sends him. He sits on the throne. He has never stood up for anybody. If you, if you have a vision of heaven now, he's still sitting there. We saw Jesus standing up for Stephen when he was being you know, stoned to death. Amen. He saw the Son of God, the glory of God. You know, Stephen was dying as a martyr, not as a substitute. 
there was only one person that died as a substitute for humanity and that is jesus christ can someone say amen to that well stephen died if you die now for your faith you're dying for what you believe amen you're not dying for me so there's death as a martyr and there's death as a substitute the bible says jesus christ was punished for our iniquities amen are we together this powerful so um the father is greater than the son amen i said amen the father had never prayed to anyone but when the son came he prayed to the father he said the glory that you gave me that i had with you it was the father that gave the son that glory Amen. <laughs> so there's God the Father. And when he sent his son to die for our sins, to reconcile us back to himself, he did that because he wanted fellowship with us. And listen very carefully. If you don't understand that everything we are doing now is to endear us to the Father. If you don't know the Father yet, I think you're still far from knowing God. Because it is the knowledge of the Father that Jesus came to bring us into. You know, people know, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, wow, beautiful. You know, because Jesus was made manifest in the flesh. So it is very easy to identify with Jesus. True? Oh, my dear Jesus who died for me. Of course, you know Jesus died for us, right? The Holy Spirit didn't die for us on the cross. So you can see the difference. Uh huh. The Holy Spirit did not does not have blood. Jesus died for us on the cross and shed His blood. The Father didn't shed His blood. Jesus shed His blood. See the difference there. So if you want to come to the Father through the pathway of salvation, you must meet with Jesus. He said, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come unto, but by me." So he didn't come to bring you to himself. He came to bring you to who? The Father. Amen. So I've noticed that there are a lot of Christians who don't know the Father. Some of them don't know the Father. And that's why, you know, when I hear a man of God say, my daddy said, all right. I mean, if you come to know the Father, that's the peak of Christianity. You have arrived. Amen. I'm telling you. Glory to God. So, can I talk to you about knowing the Father? <laughs> Glory to God. So, let's take it one step at a time. So, when you got born again, you were born into the family of God. It was Jesus Christ that actually brought you into the family of God through the Holy Spirit. Amen. You cannot come to the Father without Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the way to the Father. Amen. So that means Jesus Christ is not the end. Is the, the way is not the end now. <laughs> Amen. Uh, have you been to any way that it is the end in itself? No. The way leads somewhere. 
So Jesus is the way to the Father. But some of us, we have stopped in between the way, trapped in between the way. The Father is saying, come, he's saying, ah, I'm okay here. I have Jesus, I'm born again, I'm on my way to heaven. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> amen. I said, Amen. When Jesus came, he did not come. You cannot come in your name. You can only come in the name of another. When Jesus came, he came in his father's name. True? Uh, so, God wants you to know the father, to meet the father. I came here by the help of the Holy Spirit and in the name of Jesus Christ to bring you to that intimate knowledge of the father. Some of you are living like orphans. Say, I don't have this, nobody, I don't have that and all that. Do you have a father? Are you a bastard? Come on, are you a bastard? I know you are not. I know you are not. But I put it to you. It's a staggering question. Are you a bastard? So why are you living like one? God is saying here, that I want to father you. And I read through scriptures how God fathers us is very, very, very unique to the way the Father fathers us. And I'm just going to share with you very briefly. Amen, amen, amen. So, Jesus, these lights are wonderful light. Amen. Thank you, Father. So, let's look at the Father fact. The father fact here is actually a revelation of our new creation reality. And it shows us that we can actually have fellowship with God the Father by the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. So you got born again to be a child of God. You were born a child of God, born anew in Christ. And that spiritual birth brought you into the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Now, when we talk about grace, it is of the Lord Jesus Christ. But when we talk about love, it is of the Father. When we talk about communion, it is of the Spirit. You don't know love yet, the love of God, until you know the Father. I'm telling you. And, you know, many of us are, you know, have stopped at grace, the grace of God, and we have talked about grace, 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 which is very good. All right? But grace actually brought you to the Father. Amen? I said amen. amen. Mm. So somehow we talk about the grace of God and we enjoy the grace of God. But we do not translate that grace into knowing the Father. Because the goal in view is salvation, not intimacy with the Father. Amen. I said amen. So if you look at the life of Jesus, he came to introduce the Father to us. And when he introduced the Father in John chapter 5 and verse 30, quickly, John 5 and verse 30, he says, I can of myself do nothing. 
As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just, because I seek not my own, but the will of the Father which has sent me. So Jesus came to do the will of the Father who sent him. Who sent him? The Father. Come on now. Who sent him? I can't hear you. Who sent Jesus? Now, what does that mean? It simply means that the one who sent him, evidently, is greater. You can't send those that, you know, are greater than you. If you have any sense of culture and respect and honor. Amen. You know, um, my son here, Nifemi, all right, cannot come and say, Daddy, can I send you to go and take that thing for me? <laughs> I will go and take it. All right, and I'll bring it, I'll give it to you. Amen. But I don't know how you'll be able to handle it. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> amen. I said, Amen. Now, the culmination of this age, the wrapping up of everything, will be that God will subject everything under Jesus. And Jesus will submit the authority to the Father God, that the Father God may become now all in all. So what does that tell you? Glory to God. I said glory to God. All right. The work of grace would not have been this pronounced if not for the fall of man, it would have been hidden in the wiring of our relationship with the Father. Amen? Hello? But because man fell, then God had to send Jesus Christ to die for our sins. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. But somehow, maybe because of the sensual tendencies of man, we tend to attach ourselves to what we can see more than what we cannot see. Amen. And Jesus himself will tell you, he said to us when he was teaching us to pray. In Matthew 6 and verse 9. After this manner pray ye. Come on now. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed. Now, did he tell you to pray to him? Come on, did Jesus tell us to pray to him? I can't hear you now. I can't hear you. Now, in John 16, 23, look at it. I'm just showing you something here. Now, don't think I'm against Jesus. Jesus is my Lord. Because the way you're saying, someone is like, ah, what's one? It's Pastor Biffin Jesus. No, no, no. <laughs> Jesus is my Lord. He's still my Lord forever. So understand, this is the Bible here. I don't have anything against Jesus. I cannot. If I have anything against Jesus, I'm no longer saved. Uh-huh. So don't understand what I'm saying here. John chapter number 16 and verse 23. Can we read it out loud? One, two, three, let's go. And in that day, you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. All right. So you shall ask me nothing. Whatsoever. In other words, you shall not pray to me. Jesus didn't say we should pray to him. But we do it. But he never said so. 
Amen. And sometimes when we pray to Jesus Christ, he laughs and says, well, they are still ignorant. Okay? But they will get it. You pray in his name to the Father. Not to him. You can't pray to him in his name. At the same time. No. Are we together? Now when Paul prayed in Ephesians 3 and verse 14, look at it. He didn't pray to Jesus. He knew Jesus. Jesus had appeared to him on the way to Damascus. You know, he knew Jesus by revelation. So he says, for this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Come on now. Father, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Did he pray to Jesus Christ? No, he didn't. Who did he pray to? The Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Come on, are we together? All right. Jesus Christ is the Son of God, meaning that he has a Father. Right? You are, what's your last name? Adeyemo. Naturally speaking, you are the son of Adeyemo. So that means you have a father. Uh-huh. That's why when we name children in GLT, we, we name, we pronounce the name, mention the names, 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 and then we now say son of. Right? Are we together? <laughs> Someone says, well, was Jesus born? Yes, he was born. Both spiritually and physically. Someone says, "Uh so how come he's now God? The child you give birth to or you've given birth to or you yet give birth to, will they come out as animals? Are they not going to be human beings like you? If a God will give birth to a child, it's not a God that will give birth to. Amen? You, You didn't hear me. Amen? There's God, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as God before man was created. There is deity in man in association with Christ. There's deity with God as a result of the Father giving birth. He came out of the Father. He walked out of him. (laughs) Amen. He walked out of him. He just came out. And then the father said, that's my son. Before angels were made. There's no time then. In the beginning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So before creation. There was no creation at that time. Amen. So by him, by the Son of God, the Word of God, all things were made. So he is God over creation. Now the deity of Jesus Christ is incomparable to the deity of man in association with Christ. That ye are gods, all of you are children of Mostar, in the created order. Amen. Glory to God. 
So it's not like uh, Jesus is God, you are God too, and all that. There are two, two different levels. In the created order, <laughs> human, but before creation began, he came out of the Father. Glory to God. So, can I tell you more? All right, let, let's go, let's move on. Now, when God wanted the Father God, I'm talking about the Father God, the Father God, the Father God now. When the Father God wanted to bring you into a relationship with him, what he did was to send Jesus Christ to you to die for your sins, to cleanse you of your sins and from everything called iniquity, and then recreate you, born you anew with capacity and nature like his own in the created order. Amen. And then Jesus Christ, by the grace that he made available through his substitutionary work for us, brought us close to God. Amen. He brought us to the Father. Now, some of us have stayed in between. You won't let him take you to the Father fully. Amen. But he said, look, I didn't come to bring you to me. I came to bring you to the Father. Hello. So Jesus Christ is called the Son of God the Father. Amen. Hello. And the Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of the Father. And by Him we cry, come on now, Abba, Father. Not Abba, Holy Spirit. No. But many of us, when we have encounters with the Spirit of the living God, ooh, fall afresh on me. Oh, Spirit, Spirit, oh, Spirit. And we're crying. And the Spirit said, okay, that's enough. <laughs> Can I take you to the No, Spirit of God. Ah. Human beings are, could be very good addicts. Amen. The first time I spoke with the Father, Amen, I was amazed. He's, he's such a beautiful, beautiful Father. <laughs> Glory to God. I heard his voice in the spirit, and he said, Son, how are you doing today? I said, I'm good, sir. Glory to God. When you come to know the Father, Amen. You'll get to appreciate better what Christ has done for you. And you get to appreciate better the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And oh, you will know love. All this love, hunger all around. People looking for affirmation. They didn't greet me well. They didn't call me my, by my title. They didn't, you know, they didn't put feather on my cap. How can a cap of somebody with this big head be bare? No feather on my cap. And they had the feathers in their hand. They kept the feathers in their pocket. You know? <laughs> All this love. You see ladies hungry. Hungry for love. A guy says, how are you? look good. And that's what we're talking about. See what I'm saying now? All right. That's the guy. Love hungry. You know, if Jesus Christ didn't do ministry at Jordan, he just said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased, he would have fulfilled his destiny in terms of satisfaction. 
in his personal relationship with the Father. Hello. <laughs> Some of us are not satisfied. Even doing ministry, people are saying, God is blessing us through you. That song you sang, and I was like, really? Are you sure? And I hope so. Knowing the Father, you so, there was a day I was fellowshipping with the Father. I didn't know that time was fast spent. So they had to call me. It's time to minister. I said, oh, 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 true. I needed to minister. So I rushed out of my study. I came to minister and went back to the Father. You can't know him and not pray for long. All this kind of prayer, you see, you don't, you, people don't have personal relationship with their Father. Daddy, I need this. Thank you, sir. But when you have a father, even biologically now, naturally speaking, amen, you have a father, you spend time with your father, true? Some of us, the thing is this, the only figure you know in your family is mother. Do you know why? Because fathers have been, can I talk to you? Because fathers have been, fathers have been remodeled to be People who don't have time for their family other than time for work and job and they make money, bring money home, bring money home. Alright? That's a career person, not a father. Sean is bring money home, bring money home. Will you bring love home? Sean, is love inside that money? What kind of thing is that? You make all your life. You soon clock 40. You soon clock 50. Your children don't know you. It's only mommy they know. And that's why you have dysfunctional children all around. Amen? The love of a mother is strong, but you don't know anything yet until you know the love of a father. Amen? You know, my wife said something, said, she told us, because she, she has a very wonderful father who really, really loved her while she was growing up. Amen? So when she was in secondary school, the guys would come, let me spoil with money, and I know, God, this one, which one, money? Can you give me what my father gives me? Unstable ladies are ladies raised under the auspices of their mothers alone, without the stability of their father. You are not stable until you have a father. You can quote me anywhere. All right, you are not a bastard because your mother gave birth to you. You are a bastard because it was not the father you claim that impregnated your mother. Amen. So bastardhood or bastardness is defined by fatherhood. <laughs> and that has to do with identity. Is it not the seed they put inside that you will produce? Are you what I'm saying here? Identity is defined by fatherhood. You don't, don't have a father believing like you see some of them, they, they, they don't understand submission, they don't understand love. You tell somebody you love him, or you tell a lady, you know, a man loves you for real. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's the way they talk. <laughs> Men. <laughs> Nollywood is playing in her head. It's just Nollywood, all the different Nollywood are playing in her head. You don't know a father. Amen. Boy, when I knew the love of the Heavenly Father, and that's why sometimes people wonder, how do I love the way I do sometimes? I have a lot of children. We traveled abroad, and everybody said, that's my dad. Someone says, no, it's my dad. <laughs> and they were claiming me. Glory to God. <laughs> and 
said, that's my dad. I said, father, you are the ultimate father. <laughs> Look at the way you have made me father. I mean, they said, that's my dad. You saw what, what, what you know, happened here over the weekend, last weekend. You know, one of our sons, I was ministering, you know, online at their church in Kefi. said, that's my father there. Amen. If you don't have a father, you're a bastard. Some people think, well, I am this, I am that, and all that. People say good. But where are you coming from? Say, I'm just this. There's only one I am. And he's the father, the ultimate father. Amen. Amen. So if you want to introduce yourself now, you say, I am Shegmo Baji. I am Funkel Baji. I am Pelumio Dejide. I am before you. And there's only one I am that I am, and that's the Heavenly Father. Oh, such a beautiful personality. You need to know him. I just came to salivate you. You know, to know the Father. Oh, dear. We discussed something. You know, I said, Father, how do we get to deal with this and this and this? And then he said to me, he said, it's not yet time to deal with that. Focus on this now. Amen. Someone says, well, I'm lonely. I'm suffering boredom. Amen. You don't know the father. If you know the father, your wife would tell you. In fact, your wife may even get envious of your heavenly father. Say, my husband has somebody that he speaks with every morning. And I'll be hearing, so, so what do we do now and all that? And then I'll enter the room suddenly and look and there's nobody around. I'll be like, this man, are you okay? <laughs> Come and say, Father! Man. I've made it the point of duty to take my children out, amen, and just spend time with them. Hallelujah. Sometimes you've heard things from people around. You've heard from your mother, but you're still waiting to hear from your father. Are you from saying here? All right. If your father stands and says, look, that man will not be your husband. Your, your mother says, that's the man you'll marry. Amen. You know there's a problem. So go ahead. Give, give high away. A marriage, if you can. The hand of a woman does not give her daughter or children away marriage. No, it's the hand of the man, the father. Someone says, eh, what about the hand? Is that hand not good enough? Take it now, go and give them. Be giving them away. I see, there are certain things you have to understand here. Are you what I'm saying here? You don't know. It's until the father affirms of you, your identity. You don't truly know who you are. I'm telling you the truth. When John the Baptist was to be christened, did they ask Elizabeth, what's the name of this child? Amen. So let's, let's take it one step at a time. Oh, I want to rush now. Amen. All right, so... 
So the Father God, knowing the Father God, it starts at salvation, you're born again, and then you come into the family of God. God the Father is the head of this family. And we have to understand the delight and the affection of the Father. You know, I was asking myself, what does the Father want? In knowing the Father, number one, know that you have acceptance with him through Jesus Christ, what Jesus Christ has done for you. That's the first thing. Then number two, you have to understand this. This is very, very important. Amen. You have to understand what worship is. The Father loves worship. Oh dear, he loves it. In um, John chapter number 4 and verse 23. Can we read together to verse 24? 1, 2, 3, let's go. But the hour cometh, and now is, come on now, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father, come on now, seeketh such to worship him. Amen. God is a spirit, uh-huh, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So, God is saying here, Jesus was saying, says, the hour comes that true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Father. And what is worship? The first mention of the word worship in scriptures is actually found in Genesis chapter number 22. And may I announce to you, this is very important, singing songs of adoration and praise unto God is involved in worship, but that's not worship. I need you to understand that. That's not worship. Now, Genesis 22 and verse 5, And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide here, ye here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder, and what? Worship and come again to you. Now, was there any musical instrument in his hand? No. Any psalmist there? Was psalmist Nifemi there? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. So what was it going to do in worship? As worship. Of worship. Amen. Worship primarily is from the root word. Bow to another. In surrender. In submission. So the, the synonym of worship. Very, the word that is closest to worship. Is actually what we call obedience. The father loves obedience. What was Abraham going up yonder to do? To obey God. God said, come on now. Uh, see, let me tell you something. If you understand just grace, you claim innocence for not obeying God all in the name of the grace of Jesus Christ justifying you. So you are trapped in between the door. All right, and the way to the Father. <laughs> so that's why people, they, you see Christians, they say big, big things. They don't know God intimately. The way they carry themselves, the way they live their lives, you can tell someone doesn't know God. Rather, God knows that person. Amen. 
So grace is to justify you. You couldn't justify yourself. Grace justified you and grace now brought you to the Father. But for some people, they are pulling away and then they go home and say, okay, it's justification. All right, that even if I do wrong and all that, yes, you are still justified. Glory to God. But must you stay there very close to the door? Huh? And some are very close to the door that they are almost getting out of the door. <laughs> through the door out to the outer world. <laughs> Amen. Why? See, fa- the Father loves true worshippers. You know, let there be a strong desire in you to do the word. Yeah. If you really want to know the Father, I checked all the scriptures about knowing the Father. Everything has to do with Christian consecration, devotion to God, holiness. I tell you, I said, yea. I mean, I learned these things quite early. Thank God for his mercies. Amen? I said, wow. Amen? So, Abraham went to worship God. What did he go to do? Huh? Was there finest worship on the Mount of... Huh? <laughs> no, don't, don't misunderstand me. Singing song is good. Worshiping God with songs is good. But you may come and be singing and dancing and God said, drop the offering in your pocket. Never. You are the mighty God. Never. The great I am. Hallelujah. Never. Hallelujah. You are the mighty God. Come on. Great I am. You hold the money. Hallelujah. Even if you send an angel, it will not happen. Hallelujah. Hey, hallelujah. <laughs> God says, that's singing a song that sounds good to me, but that's not worshiping me. How can you worship me and you're not bowing to me? What kind of worship is that? So, the truth is, you will know the grace of God in disobedience. But you can never know the Father in disobedience. It's Jesus that will be appearing to you. Say, you have been justified, you are forgiven. My blood will cleanse you. Repent, repent. repent. The Father, you say, I know you'll come one day. Keep coming. Can I talk to you? Because this Christianity that people just do things anyhow, and it's all in the name of Christianity. And that's why someone who understands the Father, who is stressing holiness, said, Daddy said, be holy. Daddy is always saying, that old man that is confused. Does not know anything. Does that one know anything? <laughs> Does not know anything. He's saying, Daddy said something. When was the last time you heard Daddy said? Does that mean he doesn't understand justification? See, those are the things you have to understand to start with. And they will prime you and give you a foundation for you to now enter into the fullness of God. What are you saying here? God said, now tell that girl you are no longer doing. You are not interested anymore. He said, ah, I can't say that one, no. Amen. So you keep going there, you come back, you go there. You come. If you know plus one minus one that people have done, all right, so far in Christ, plus one minus one plus one minus one, all right, 
for seven years, eight years, plus one, minus one, plus one. And the truth is, let me tell you the truth. Some people are not growing in Christ too. That's the truth. They are not growing one bit. They just have bulky, heavy head. They are Edwards and headmasters. They can quote everything under heaven in scriptures. But intimate relationship with the Father, zero. Hello? You said I should talk to you now. Why are you quiet on me now? Amen? I said amen. I was praying one time, and I was believing God for something. I said, Father, this, this, and the Lord spoke to me, the Father. He said, I've sent someone to bring the money. I said, when is the person coming? He said, at so so point in time, this time. I said, thank you, sir. Amen. At exactly that time, the person came with the money. Hey, dear. We're talking about living. Really. This is, we're not playing games here. We're saying, so if you want to work with God, you better be serious with your life. Tony said that you're not sure that people are working with God. People are working with God, though. I'm telling you. Maybe 2% of the, the whole population of the church. There's a remnant. Choke, don't be saying uh, all these things. Somebody said, God told me to marry someone. Ah, when did you hear that? Just look around and pick a sister. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Look at you. People, people hear God. I'm telling you. <laughs> you may not be hearing God. does not mean that you know, it's the same thing. Don't compare it like the person. Nobody's hearing God anywhere. It's just a witness within your spirit and just annoying. On this. There's divine communication, mouth to mouth. 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 Pop, 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 like this. So it's not like your mind is talking to you, you say God is talking to you. So it's, it's not mind. This is God. Spirit God. So are you saying? Can I talk to you? <laughs> Amen. Now let me show you another scripture very quickly. In 2 Corinthians chapter number 6 and verse 14. Now, I want us to read from verse 14 to verse 18. Out loud, 1, 2, 3, let's go. Come on now. Be ye unequal, not unequally yoked with of unbelievers. For what fellowship had righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion had light? Now, who is he speaking to here? Come on now. Christians. Christians, they're already born again, washed in the blood, justified by faith. Hello? Good. Go on, verse 15. Quickly. And what concord had Christ with Belial? Or what part had he that believed with an infidel? Uh-huh. And what agreement had the temple of God with idols? Uh-huh. For ye are the temple of living God, as God had said. Uh-huh. I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Uh-huh. Now, who is he speaking to here? Come on. Who is he speaking to here? Wherefore, come on now. Come out from among them. Man, people mingle with the world and they are Christians. You can't even tell that's a Christian there. He's already wearing their garment, talking like them, looking like them. Amen. I mean, how can you be a Christian lady? All right. God has given you beauty and all that. And you're now slitting this, slitting that. They say that's the way they wear it and all that. They, they wear it. They wear it. Look at your mouth. Should I punch that mouth for you? Look at your mouth. That's the way they wear it. Look at you. 
So you now slit this thing and this one is coming out, that one is coming out. You slit it to this point. And say, show them God has given you. Display the glory of God. Is that the glory of God? Flesh and blood shall not inherit the kingdom of God. That's flesh and blood. That flesh and blood cannot enter into that kingdom. Your body will be changed. So that display the glory is not there. Which one is glory you are displaying? Cover that thing. Are you, are you not, sh- sh- I mean, are you not ashamed? And say, so that's where they do it. And that person now says, God spoke to me. We, we doubt, sincerely, let me tell you something. I've learned this. I don't argue with people anymore. God can tell you anything. <laughs> you choose to hear from God. <laughs> All right. But deep within your heart, for those who know God, you know, God didn't say anything to that person. It's a lie. Amen. You see, dress well. We're not saying hey, wear something long this way, wear something this short this way, and all that. If you know the Father, you're walking with God. Discretion tells you what to cover. So, and he's, um, I'm not saying go and wear long skirt and don't misunderstand me. But what I'm saying is, look, a Christian lady who is decent, who is godly. Amen. You don't show something and say that is the, that's the way they wear it. They must know that you have it. from among them and be separate. Come out! Don't stay there. You want to know the Father? Come out from amongst them. Look at it. Verse 17. Read it out loud, everyone. One, two, three, let's go. Wherefore, come out from among them. Come out! Uh-huh. If, it, if I tell you to come out from something, you're already there. He was writing to the church at Corinth. They are there in the world. Alright, fellowshipping with them. Say, come out from among them. Be separate. See, that's the way they wear it and all that. Are you part of the world? <laughs> now, look at it. Go on. Verse 17. Read quickly for time. One, two, three. Let's go. Wherefore, come out from among them and be you what? Separate. saith the Lord. Uh-huh. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will, I will receive you. Touch not the unclean thing. So that means there are people who are touching unclean things. It says, don't touch those unclean things, and I will receive you. Look at verse 18. Quickly. Okay, so you see. You see it now. This is it. I mean, I read through all the scriptures. Do your research. You'll be, you'll be alarmed. That, oh, there's no way you can truly know the Father in disobedience, in ungodliness. It is the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that will keep coming to you. I died for you now. Well, well, well. Come back, come back, come back. Stop watching this thing. I've watched it again. All right. You are justified by faith. Come, come, come. Blood, blood. The blood of sprinkling. It's blood that you'll be seeing. The Father is still far away from you. Make up your mind. You see, if you really want to know the Father, boy. And one of the messages, one of the core messages God gave me to preach here in Lekki. It's one of these things here that I'm, I'm sharing with you. You can see his heart. I went on a retreat and I came back. I won't tell you what I saw. Amen. But before I went, oh boy, the forces of darkness came and said, you will not preach this message. I said, God sent me here. I'll preach it. Amen. Went, came back. This is, look, I'm telling you, the message that will cleanse people, you truly know God. That people will look at you and say, that woman, she must not buckle her knees to pray. Oh. 
If she prays on that matter, you are in soup. A hot one at that. Not I. Let them go to prayer. And then they are praying another. Nothing will happen. Because you see, they don't know the authority in that name and they have not come to know the Father. Look at Abraham. He was justified. He was called in Genesis 12, justified by faith in Genesis 15. Between Genesis 12 and Genesis 15, that he was justified. Amen. And between Genesis 15 and Genesis 24, that, you know, the account of scriptures ended regarding Abraham. There was no occasion that God found a fault with Abraham. Amen. And do you know who Abraham was interacting with? The father. Amen. The angel of the Lord spoke to him. But yeah. But you see, Abraham had an interaction with God. He knew God. Abraham knew God. And you are the seed of Abraham. And I pray. Listen very carefully. We are not going to play church anymore. You will be a true Christian indeed. When you can come with the word of the Lord, thus saith the Lord. 2023 election, this is what God is saying. People can go to bed and say, Mama has spoken. That, you know, I'm telling you. Are we together? I've read the last part of that scripture. Amen. All right, let, let me, yeah. Let's read verse 18 together. One, two, three, let's go. And will be a father unto you. So I'm waiting, children. I want to be a father unto you. Let me be. Come out from among them and be separate. Touch not the unclean thing. See, they give you a bribe. You collected it. The father says, I don't like it. Drop that bribe. You know, a time will come, your heart is do you truly want to know God or you want to get bribes or take bribes? Amen. Uh, someone says, well, that's the norm and all that. Come out from among them. Who made it the norm? Who made that thing the norm? I will sit in church. Yes, You're quiet of me. <laughs> all right. Glory to God. Mm-hmm. Now let me show you another scripture here quickly. Ephesians chapter number five. Okay, and I want us to read from verse one. Okay, now from verse one to verse um, four. One to three. Let's go. Let's read together. Be therefore followers of God as dear children. So the God that is speaking about there or speaking of there is the God the Father, right? God the Father, as their children. Children, God the Father. Go back to verse 1. Quickly. 1, to 3, let's go. Be therefore followers of God as their children. Uh-huh. Go on verse 2. And walk in love. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But fornication, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, yeah, uh huh, good. 
so these are the things the father does not like. And I, I need you to understand that as dear children, all right, walk in love. All right, not in fornication, not in all those things. <clears throat> amen. I said amen. amen. I said amen. amen. <clears throat> now let me show you this scripture. Excuse me. Hallelujah. All right, look at um, Philippians chapter number 2 from verse 14. Read verses 14 and 15. Amen. Can we read together? One, two, three, let's go. Do all things without murmurings and disputings. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the world, as sons of God, do all things without murmurings, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. So, what is he saying here? He's saying that. As sons of God, we need to purify ourselves. Purifying yourself here is very important. Because if you don't do it, all right, the knowledge of the Father will be hidden from you. Now, Jesus said something very profound. He said in John chapter number 8, I'll read that scripture and then we'll be done. John chapter number 8 and verse 29. <clears throat> Can we read together? One, two, three, let's go. Good. Now, why is the father with him? I can't hear you. Good. You get it? All right. Unrighteousness, righteousness, unrighteousness, righteousness. Today, you know, do this. Tomorrow, undo it. All right. The knowledge of the Father cannot be revealed to you that way. Amen. Now, it is possible for a man to get to heaven and he sees the one who is upon the throne. And as he looks at him, he says, Who is that? And he says, That's the Father that you never fellowshiped with. Amen. You should know him intimately. 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 That's why I forgive fast. Because knowledge of the Father must not fizzle out of my consciousness. I must walk in that knowledge continually. Unforgiveness. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Strife. You know, proving your proving the point. You know, that's this one. You know, until we get to heaven. That's when we set to scores. You may never get to heaven that way. <laughs> you know, just let it go. Amen. If you make mistakes, repent and say, Father, I'm your son, I'm your child, help me. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
strengthens you. That grace is not meant to keep you with Jesus. The grace is to take you to the Father. Amen. Can you imagine Jesus saying, I have the right to ask my Father for 12 legions of angels. And when you know the Father, then you know the benevolence of God. You can say, Father, all right, which part of Lekki do you want me to have? He will say, I give you that part. That's the way, when the Father gives, you take it. Nobody can question you. Oh dear. Hallelujah. If you want to do big things for God, know the Father. You want to live a great life, know the Father. Let's be upstanding. Amen. Glory to God. Lift up your hands and speak to God. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for teaching me to know you. From henceforth, by your grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, I make up my mind to know you. 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 Oh, Lobrasi Katia. And your grace is sufficient for me. 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 The grace of my Lord Jesus Christ is sufficient for me. Oh, Rasamro Kongle Kido Mahaya. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. You're there, you need to be born again. Anybody like that? All eyes closed. Anybody like that? Lift up your hand. I want to pray for you. You need to be saved now, today. Anybody? 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 Precious Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now let the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ rest upon you. Leading everyone here present to the love of the Father. Through the communion of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.